All right, welcome to our fourth episode of Double Take. Once again today, we are Sans Sam. It is just Charles and David. Yep, we are Samless. He's doing yeoman's work. Exactly. That grind. Who knows? Who knows what you're doing? It's always, always about that grind, getting those gains. Anyhow, um, today we've got a couple uh, interesting topics. Mm-hmm. Well, we want to start off first with what we left off with last week. We wanted to talk about, namely, our special segment. Right. We teased about this segment in the previous episode, and I uh, thought we were going to get to it, but we didn't have enough time. This segment is called Their Own Biggest Fan. Oh, yeah. So, let's think about it. Yeah. Who are we talking about? Let's start with Paul Pierce. Oh, the truth. The truth. Yeah, he can... uh... He's a great player. Great player. No doubt about it. But I think it's safe to say that he is very possibly his own biggest fan. Yeah. He he said something about... uh, I was beating Jordan. No, 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 no. He's not that stupid. Or being like a better shooter, maybe? No, no, no. He said he was a better shooter than Clay Thompson, I believe. Which is also ridiculous. Yes. Even better, he claimed that he had a better career than Dwayne Wade. That's what... Yeah. That's what you're thinking? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, okay, listen. Listen. So, Paul Pierce is a great player. I don't mean to, to belittle what he's done at all. But, you know, he's... I think put himself in such a high place just with his own mouth that... It's hard for him to get the respect that he probably deserves because he's already said he deserves more than that. Right. I mean, he was a – I just don't feel like he was as much of a um, – He was a great player. Like he was a facilitator as he'd get, weight. Like he was a good shooter. Oh, well, he, he wasn't was as dynamic. But he was – I mean, he was a really good shooter, a really good player. I mean, his team, um, him, Garnett, and uh, Ray Allen, really the three of them, when they were beating LeBron's uh, Cavaliers – they were a serious team. They were a force in the East for sure. And um, it's 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 interesting, you know. With Paul Pierce, he's retired now, of course. But it was uh, a kind of funny thing that happened. I don't know if we've talked about this, but uh, there's the um, they recently, because of the quarantine, had a game virtual horse, right? yeah game of horse going on. Yeah, he got smoked by uh, Zach Apple. Levine. Yeah. Just destroyed him. Paul Pierce. Uh, I don't think he even scored a point. Yeah, I know he yeah. got beaten a horse to nothing, I believe. Exactly, yeah. So uh, he's, of course, he's not where he was athletically or in terms of practice, but even so, he got exposed. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I, I honestly, you know, he's he's been, he's interesting as, as an announcer, or not as an announcer, but as an analyst, because as someone who played so much, um, he has some interesting, you know, takes and insights that other people wouldn't have who haven't played the game at that level. Yeah. But he definitely will toot his own horn when the opportunity uh, Absolutely. arises. He also claimed he was LeBron's biggest rival. Which is ridiculous. Um, because people were like, it was a segment where they were talking think about who is the biggest rival LeBron had. And he's like, well, we all know it's me. He says, this goes on. I'm not oh, even kidding. Goodness. Look it up. Okay, look it up. Yeah. So who knows if he actually pooped his pants in that playoff game. But right. as it is, I think regardless that, of that, I, I, can't, I can't really back him. That much. He was clutch. I'm going to give him the, the props he deserves, but man, a guy with that much attitude or, or the, you know, who has that high an opinion of himself and isn't actually the greatest player of all time, then, you know, I, I don't know. Yeah. Next on the uh, their own biggest fan list, we have uh, Joel Embiid. Joel Embiid. Oh, man. Yeah. Okay. There was this game we were watching about a year ago. Uh, Joel had played. He played a great game. He had like 35 points. I think it was like a Christmas Day special. Or no, one of the Saturday specials on ABC, something like that. Saturday Night Primetime? I forget who they were playing. Could have been Saturday Night Primetime. But after the game, he's like, yeah, Joel Embiid, 
most of the top player in the league. <laughs> yeah, they, they call me, I play the great defense. Yeah. Just goes off about yeah, how, how awesome he is and how he's not getting the respect he deserves. And he thinks he's the most dominant on both sides of the floor. And I don't know, like, no, I mean, he's a great player again. Right. But to say you're the best at everything. Yeah. And he also said that he was the best defender in the league. Yeah. Which I find quite ridiculous because, you know, Kawhi Leonard. <laughs> quite ridiculous. As much as I hate this, and he will show up again on this segment, Draymond Green. Even like at times like playoff LeBron, better defenders. So can, here's, like, here's the deal. It's up. it's hard for me to say like it, defense is a hard thing to gauge because it really depends on what kind of defense you're talking about. And who you're playing against. So yeah. Joel Embiid is an interior defender, right? He's a big man. Yeah. So he's not expected to play lockdown defense on perimeter guys. Right. That said, I think Kawhi is a better defender, of course, because like yeah. he has versatility. He can guard the guy inside. Um, whereas Joel Embiid versus Kyrie Irving or Steph Curry, you know, he's going to get his ankles busted and they're going right. to just, you know, take it in or just shoot it. Yeah. I mean, he'll be like the next Rudy Gobert. Yeah, exactly. There you go. That's nice. Yeah. But you know, that's, that's how it is. I mean, it's just ridiculous that he would make such a, such a, um, a blanket statement. I mean, I like to see players. Um, I mean, we're, we're on the sidelines, so it's, you know, who are we to, to judge some of these things, but it's always nice to see players who are up and coming who have so much talent and really yeah, trying to be the best they can. Cause sometimes yeah. you have players who tend to underachieve or they'll be good in stretches, but then they'll kind of pale. And Joel Embiid has, has great talent. He's disappeared at inopportune times. Um, and <laughs> like the playoffs. <laughs> wasn't he reduced to tears by uh, Kawhi's Raptors? Oh, that was a rough series for, um, for, for him. Yeah. But the thing is, I, I, I want him to succeed. I, I like that he's confident, but you know, when he's talking that much, that he's just putting a target on himself, and he can he can back it up, but he's not the best at everything. Like, let's be real here. Yeah, or even like one category. The best two way player is probably Kawhi Leonard. Like, yeah, in terms Kawhi of Leonard. offense and defense, Kawhi yeah. Leonard. Now we should talk about Draymond Green. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, Draymond Green, I think he belongs in this segment for a couple reasons. First of all, if you think about it. I don't think I know people who are actual big fans of Draymond Green. There yeah. are people who like him because he's on the Warriors and because mm-hmm. of what he does for the Warriors. But they're, I mean, when you ask him, well, who's your favorite player? Draymond Green. <laughs> yeah. It's said no one ever. Uh, yeah. I've never found anyone who says that. Yeah, yeah. I don't know about that. So I mean, in, just from that, you know, his own, you know, fandom of himself might qualify him for the segment. Right. He's... I think he's been quieter this year because he's had very pedestrian statistics. And the fact that, you know, the Warriors have been garbage. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So yeah. bottom of the league. I mean, he's again, really good player, but not even close to some other players. Yeah. And I love when people say that they've gotten in the head of someone else. Like, Oh, I think it was during the 20, 2015, 2016 finals. Where Draymond Green said that he had gotten in LeBron's head defensively, right? and then LeBron was like totally torn him apart. Um, which game was it? Are you sure it's Draymond Green? I thought someone else said that. Well, I mean, this has happened a couple times, mm-hmm. but yeah, it's just his—he's a good defender. He's a solid defender. He's a very fiery player. Like he's going to yeah. tell you what you think. He's got—he's got a very, and, um, very passion for the game. But my favorite part is um, his exchanges with. Charles Barkley, because Charles Barkley is another player who I think is underrated. If you look at some of the stuff he did during his career, I mean, he never won a championship, which is, I think, one of the reasons why he doesn't get a lot of respect. 
He was but the Sun, right? He was what the Suns. a player. He played for the Suns. He played for the Sixers, I believe, maybe for a third team, I think. He was amazing. And he was actually the leading scorer on the Dream Team in 92, I believe. Really? I believe who else, so. Who, who's on that team? Jordan Ewing. Magic, right? Magic, Bird. Uh, I think Lettner may have been. Um, Clyde Drexler. Uh who else was on there? Um, John Stockton, Ooh, Scotty Pippen. Whoa. Yeah, it was. An, it they, was they won the Olympics, right? Oh, we won by an, almost an average of 35, 40 points. That's great. It was that, amazing. That, that's good. Yeah, that's they're, they're often regarded as the best team ever. Yeah. Yeah, it was amazing. But he, he was great for them. Like, and, and he was fantastic as a as a rebounder. Unbelievable. So um, he recently <laughs> – recently they were talking about Draymond Green on some segment. No, no, no. It was a, no, no, no. It was it was actually after the the quarantine because I believe he phoned in or for this. Someone was asking him about Draymond Green, and Charles Barkley, you know, gives Draymond Green his props. Like, yeah, he's a good player, but Draymond, for some reason, I think took offense that somebody compared him to Barkley or something like that. Whereas Barkley is a better player than Draymond Green ever will be. I don't don't see the comparison likely, but the thing was, and Charles Barkley came out and said, listen. Draymond Green is like the person that nobody knows in the boy band. Like when they're, when they're throwing stuff on stage, he gets hit with some of it, but it's meant for Justin Timberlake, who's standing next to him. That's hilarious. Basically, he's piggybacking off of the excellence of um, Clay Thompson fair. and Steph Curry, of course. Yeah. You know. And KD for a little bit. Yeah, KD was there too. But, I mean, I, the point is not that he's no good at basketball, because he is good at basketball. Right. All of these players but are the great The reason they're players. winning as evidenced by their terrible record right now, <laughs> is Clay Thompson, Steph Curry. Because now you see what they would be like if they didn't have them. And if it was just Draymond Green, what's he doing? Like, he's got what Charles Barkley calls the triple single. <laughs> <laughs> he's got like two, five, and four a night or something yeah. like that. And, uh, yeah, so it's been, I think, a, a nice, like we said the other day, it's been a, a matter of exposure this season. So oh yeah, his true colors have shown forth a little bit. Yeah, it was, yeah. Interesting times, interesting mm-hmm. times with Draymond Green. But we'll see. I mean, once once they come back from injury, I'm sure he'll get back into rhythm. Um, but. Yeah, I'll, I hope Steph Curry, you know, comes back and oh, he'll be back. You know, because I, I, I don't want them to. He play I don't want them around, to win right? a championship again, but I want them to still be good. I don't think they'll ever win another championship. Yeah, I mean, maybe, I don't mean that Golden State is a franchise never will, but I don't think those two players on the Warriors will ever win a championship. I think that they're the problem with the way the Warriors were built. Well, it wasn't the problem. You're kidding? They were built perfectly. Is because so when they were in 2014, that was the first year LeBron came back to the Cavs, right? And that was the year LeBron went to the finals and played the Warriors for the first time, right? That was the 14-15 season. So it was 2015 finals. Okay, but the 2014-15 season, mm-hmm. um, the Warriors were built around Clay Thompson and Steph Curry, right? And then they, you know, they we would get some. Some uh, some role players, some spot up shooters, but the team was built around Steph Curry and Klay Thompson. Sure. Then they got KD, and so then everyone was trying to build a team to beat that team. Yeah. So now that KD left, the Warriors are sort of left with back to where they with were with like five years ago. Would what would have been an unbeatable team and was basically sure. But now since everyone has upped their game, yeah. They're sort of falling into the mediocre, and it's pack. more than that too because they lost some of their best role players. Right, they're right, down. Like Harrison Barnes. They don't have Barnes. They don't have Sean Livingston. They mm-hmm. don't have Andre Iguodala. Iguodala. So those really were probably their three best um, bench, bench players, players, right? So 
or I guess Barnes was a – did Barnes – I'm not sure if Barnes came off the bench. He no. might have been a – Iguodala was starting a little bit. Yeah, it will depend on the game and their injuries. But right, they had a very flexible – Point being, um, even though they still have Clay and Steph, yeah. aside from you know the fact they've injured the season, the rest of their team isn't nearly as balanced or as deep. So they've got young talent. They've got you know potential. Oh, they got like the, but, that Bell character. Yeah, and um, the way um, the way the West changed though, the Western Conference right now has some strong teams. The way the West was won. Um, I mean, the Rockets are kind of a up and down. Like they're, they're, they're they have a lot of power, but unless like if you could have some games where I I don't see them being consistently dominant. Yeah. Not like the Warriors, um, but I think you know Lakers and Clippers. Top two. Absolutely. And I mean, even the Nuggets can have these flash. I, th- I think that the Warriors, the Warriors will end up about the same level as the Nuggets, because the Nuggets will have these. So wait, do you mean when the Warriors get their players back and healthy? Yeah, I they'll think be at the level be, the Nuggets are now. Yeah, interesting. Because the Nuggets have um, Nikola Jokic so it's pretty and good Jamal Murray. Those are their two big stars. Right, and they're good players. They're solid players. Yeah, they're a good team. Um, They've got some good players they too. Almost, they, they have they pretty um, good in the playoffs. Uh, what's his name? Harris or something? Harris, I think. He's not a really Tobias good. Um, no, 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 no. Tobias Harris is with them. No, it's, where's Tobias Harris? Is he is he still with the uh, Sixers? You mean? Sixers? No, he got traded from them. No, he's a Sixer. He's still a Sixer. Yeah. Oh my bad. No, but he looks I, sort of like J. Cole. <laughs> Give him long hair. No, it's another Harris. Um, Gary Harris, I think. Oh, Gary Harris. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they've got some good players. Yeah, but I, th- I think that the Warriors would be about that that same level. Maybe maybe they'll have a little little better. Yeah. Well. I mean, if they'll they'll figure it out, but I, I'm with you that the the change. Going away from KD, certainly weakened them, obviously, and then they had injuries, so right. they they have to change back to kind of their older style, but they don't have the support of their players. Yeah. So, I mean, or the the support of having the players they had. I'm sure the players are in line with it. Kerr's a great coach. You know, we'll see oh, how it goes. He's a really good coach, yeah. Yeah. Good I, don't, I don't see them as a threat in the West for the foreseeable future. Yeah. Next up, we're going to talk about uh, some underrated players, including J.R. Smith. Who, before 2018-19, the 2018-19 season, he was a, he was you know pretty highly regarded as a good player, solid shooter, um, and then I think he still is. Here's the thing oh, about Jared Smith. Yeah, I, I don't. When we say underrated, like there are some players who just get yeah. slept on because of the teams they've been on, or the fact they didn't win a championship, yeah. or for whatever reason. Jr. Smith, um, because of his gaffes. And the fact that he's kind of this chill dude who people think he's just always high or whatever, you know, which, you know, could be yeah, true. There, there's could some validity in I think people overlook um, kind of what an asset he can be because yeah. he's, he's not, he's, he's different from someone like Tobias Harris, mm-hmm. right? I mean, he is a role player. He's a wing, but he's someone who, first of all, shoots he can shoot the lights crazy out. good. Yeah. But at the same time has these flashes, right? So he's had seasons where he's shooting 40%. Yeah. Or, you know, he's a career, I think, 37, 38% shooter from downtown. He's been in the league for a while. Yeah. But some days he might not be hitting. And then other days you could have a hand in his face and he'll still swish everything. Right. Yeah. And so he could hit seven threes and a half. Then the next day go over eight. Yeah. And so, he has. Like when he was with the Cavs. Absolutely. He would be like in the playoffs. He would generally. But the year they won. A couple of those games, one of the reasons why they were in it in the third quarter was because he hit like three threes. Yeah. So he, I mean, he is a big part of what, honestly, that run. And both in his defense 
and in his offense. And yeah. his defense, he's not the best lockdown defender, but often he has to take these hard assignments. Sort of like Clay Thompson, mm-hmm. you know, where he doesn't necessarily get um, the publicity for that. But, you know, he has to end up doing it. And if you look at the, the actually, the LeBron's block. I was going to say, he, if you look at the block, he he's was the, first the reason LeBron defense. had time to get there. If he hadn't yeah. influenced Iguodala, mm-hmm. then LeBron wouldn't have got there. Of course, <laughs> LeBron's the one who made that play. But even so, <laughs> like, J.R. Smith was there. That said, of course, his mistake in the finals, right, where they was... got the ball and the game was tied, and he thought they were up one. That's why he did it. He thought that they'd made the first free throw. Which George Hill rather had like statistically totally should have happened. George Hill is a really good free throw. Yeah, it was it was wild. And he just bricked the first one, which was it was so disheartening to see. So he he thought they were up. So he was like, okay, we just gotta. He's like, he was he was in an interview actually with Kevin Hart, and um, oh, was he pulled pulled his balls? Yeah, that's a great segment by the way. Um, but he was there, and they were talking about that play specifically. He's like, yeah, I thought they made the first free throw, and then so I was, we were, you know, we got the timeout, and I'm like, okay, yeah, we just gotta do this and seal it. We're going home, right? So he was feeling great, but then realized that, you know, right as he's holding the that, ball, and LeBron's motioning to him. They had a second and a half. That would have been very interesting to see if if if, if they had been able to. LeBron had to 51 win that points game. that game. Oh, it was Homeric that entire season. Yeah, LeBron carried the Cavaliers. That was one of his greatest seasons. Yeah. And, and he, he was clutch in those, those in those playoffs. playoffs. Oh my goodness! Versus that the, had the shot versus the Pacers, the, the bank shot versus the, the Toronto Raptors. Raptors, and then the Game yeah. Seven versus the Celtics. Oh my goodness! I remember watching that. Thing. Yeah, that yeah. all happened that season. I mean, he was unbelievable. That run, yeah, amazing. He really put the team on his shoulders. Yeah. All right. So you want to go to some non-sports topics? Let's do it. All right. Next James Bond. Oh, yeah. So as, as hopefully we all know, um, the final of the Daniel Craig James Bond films is coming out maybe this year, depending on how long coronavirus lasts and what they decide on. I mean, they finished making it, right? I think so. They're just yeah. waiting, waiting for the release? release. Yeah. It was going to be released like mid-April. Oh. But. Well, that didn't happen. No. Okay. So um, but yeah, so I've, I'm a big fan of the actor Tom Hardy. Oh, mm-hmm. Known for playing uh, Bane and The Dark Knight Rises. Sure. Um, he played Max and the reboot of Mad Max. Right. He was Venom. Yeah, he was Venom. Yep. And I think that he would make a very good James Bond. Um, him, Charlie Hunnam. I'm mm. thinking strictly British actors. Strictly British? Okay. Yeah. Let's say that's fair. What, what, what do you got? I like the idea of Charlie Hunnam because he's younger than that's Tom Hardy. Yeah. Um, I'm not saying Charlie Hunnam's the only option. Mm-hmm. I think I like him because he's got a certain uh, edge to him. There are certain actors who kind of get a, yeah. a softer uh, vibe. Mm-hmm. With Charlie Hunnam, you don't you don't get that. Um, that said, I've only seen him. I think, of course, I've never actually seen. I've only seen clips. I think of him, and he's always had a beard. I can, I, I wouldn't think James Bond would have a beard. And I, I, of course, the man can shave, but um, I would be interested to see what he would be like. You know, clean shaven, kind of trying to really. Uh, embrace that role yeah and he's he is younger than tom hardy and just just that alone i think i would give him the edge tom hardy is a much more established actor yeah for sure but you'd want somebody personally i would try to go with somebody who was good but also younger so that you could have several movies you know because i assume it's not going to be a one-time thing right yeah the bond Uh, movies have been very uh successful so i expect that they're looking for a long-term replacement you know yeah where do you think marvel's gonna go as far as like how they move on, 
I know you haven't seen Endgame yet. But, I know, I know. Um, yes. As you know, Iron Man dies. No, um, don't tell me these things. Oh yeah, spoiler, spoiler alert, alert. By the way, I'm assuming everyone who's listening is seeing yeah, the movie. doesn't care enough to see them. Um, I'm interested to see how it'll go. I mean, the there's going to be more Spider-Man movies. And those are fun. Different I like things like that. So, I mean, if they take a little break from the Avengers movies per se, that might happen. Who, who knows? I mean, yeah. I just kind of take it as it comes and. For right. movies themselves, going to see them as you as as you know, Dave. I'm, I often just kind of stay home and wait for them to come out and go to them yeah, if I want you're, to. You're, 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 a little yeah. bit of killjoy in that sense, but uh, yeah. yeah. So who knows? Yeah, exactly. All right. Now this is a this, this is, is exciting. Very exciting news. Mike Tyson. Iron Mike. Iron Mike. One of the all time greatest boxers. Absolutely. He's probably a, my all time. What a boxer. beast. He is fifty three years old. And is planning on doing an exhibition match, like a charity match. Um, doesn't hasn't specified against whom or who. Against whom? You're good. Against whom? Preposition gives you the whom. Yeah, but he is getting back in shape, as he said, and that is just such a such a scary. Um, he still moves so well. I know, like just would, just the amount of power, like. I'd heard him say at an interview. Uh, I think it was on Joe Rogan's podcast. Yeah. That. He doesn't train anymore. This was a couple of years ago that he just he basically let that part of himself die because mm-hmm. so, he wanted to be a normal person. Because for for years training was his life, you know. Yeah. He and it showed. Oh, he was a beast. But so he he literally left that behind and you know went out and lived his life and tried to kind of recover from some of his craziness earlier. But to see him training again, there was one clip that came out I think maybe half a year ago where he was just at some function and someone asked him about some kind of combination. Mm-hmm. She was showing some younger boxer just a certain way of moving. And I thought, man, for a guy who doesn't train, <laughs> he could still kill well, almost anybody. If, and if he's been doing he did it for so long. Yeah, it's it's like breathing so hard. It, exactly. It's it's a part of it. Yeah, it would take him a long while to to unlearn those habits. Right. And so there's clips now of him just throwing a few combinations and moving again and it's he still has the speed. Oh my goodness. Power. Yeah, you see him roll his shoulders and you're like, Yeah, that's Mike Tyson. Yeah. Like he's looked the same. Aside from the tattoo, As, aside from the tattoo, and you know the the white the white beard coming in, uh-huh. um, but he's like, fifty three. Fifty three. Man, I wonder who they do the exhibition match against. Yeah. What about George Foreman? I think he's too old. George Foreman. Yeah, George Foreman's too old. He, I he, know. Was, he was. But George pretty, Foreman was champion at like forty five, right? So he was, I think he's the oldest heavyweight champion. It's ever. true. See, George Foreman is seventy one. Oh, okay. I didn't. Realize Mike he was Tyson would kill him. Yeah, it's true. I but, would have loved to see that match. Yeah. Not now because he's seventy one. It'd be right. elder abuse. But I think that happened actually. Tyson versus Foreman. No, it never happened. Maybe I maybe I had bad information. No, he, they wanted to happen during his comeback because that was the the question was you know Foreman. Yeah, yeah, Foreman because Foreman made his comeback as the older heavyweight, but he never met Tyson you know, in the ring. I I think what makes Tyson though such a such an interesting and incredible fighter is the fact that he is he's fairly short. He's like what, oh yeah five, especially in today's in today's boxing. I'd love to see how it goes because now the big the big fighters are huge. Yeah. Right? They've got like, immense at, reach. They're like, like six seven. Fury. Fury's six Tyson's five ten. Yeah. Tyson was five ten, didn't have the longest reach, but he was I would love to see him fighting. He had such fish. power and was so technically perfect that he didn't need that 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 reach or the height. And so he would he would just kill you on the inside. Yeah. Those are great highlights. If oh, anybody's looking to waste yeah. some time in quarantine, right? Watch and, the Mike and, Tyson. And you're a fan of boxing. Yeah. Goodness. 
All right, so we got a few minutes left. Let's round this out a little mm-hmm. bit with some uh, trade news from Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, this is this was an interesting pickup. So the Cincinnati Bengals in the NFL draft picked up Joey Burrow, who is probably the highest. Um, I think he was number one draft pick overall. Yes, he Came was. Out of LSU mm-hmm. quarterback. And, great, great college player. And the Bengals had the quarterback Andy Dalton, who, right. as some of you may know, was. Um, like, played for them for like a decade. Solid yeah, quarterback. Solid quarterback. He would always, you know, get like a couple rounds in the playoffs and then, you know, get taken. Yeah, out. I don't think he ever made it past second, third round. Yeah, he was he was sort of like Tony Romo. Yeah, um, that's that's a pretty good comparison. And so now that they have Joey but Burrow, probably more of a passer. Who's, you know, so so highly touted, they let go of Andy Dalton. Toted, I think, I think you mean touted. Touted. Sorry. So touted is like touted. a bag. Like yeah. they carried him around. My bad. Um, he carried the team actually. He did the toting. <laughs> Andy Dalton. <laughs> no, Burrow. Oh, Joey Burrow. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's Burrow was the toter. Oh, nice. Not the toted. Yeah. There it is. Wordsmith. Oh, it rhymes. <laughs> exactly. Um, but the Cowboys picked up Andy Dalton. As a backup. So I was wondering when I saw the the trade info, uh, or the yeah, I guess it wasn't a trade because they cut him and then picked yeah. him up on a contract. So that um, signing, cool. I, I was concerned for a second because Andy Dalton's still got Like he's a legitimate starting quarterback. So I was confused for a second. And it was a one-year deal. So I wasn't sure if they were, you know, thinking of freezing out Dak and then bringing him in, but that's not the plan. All uh, reports indicate that Dak, of course, is going to be signed. He's going to be the quarterback. And that Dalton is really there in case of injury. Yeah. And really, that's a solid backup option. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, way better than the backups, you know, the Cowboys have had over the couple last couple of years mm-hmm. before Dak came, um, and yeah, Romo had those last seasons of uh, injury. Oh my goodness. Man, the backups when they came in. Look out! There was. I mean, they had that like, left-handed dude. They had a few games where they'd do good, and then, whew. Yeah. Yeah. Tough times for Cowboys fans. Yeah. Hopefully, you know, we have some uh, some brighter days ahead of us. Yeah. Hopefully so. C.D. Lamb, the, as as yes, um, he uh, was their number one draft pick. He got number eighty-eight. Yes, I heard about that. That's exciting. I like yeah. that. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, uh, the past eighty-eight spoke out on his behalf. Congratulating him, Des Bryant, Michael Irvin, and um, didn't know what number. Drew Pearson. No, no, no. Um, Terrell Owens. What number did Terrell wear? Terrell Owens wore 81. He wore 81. Okay. He was a great receiver. Was, <laughs> oh, yes. my goodness. He's probably still in better shape than most people in the NFL. Yeah. Him and uh, Shannon Sharp. Yeah, those guys are beasts. Yeah. Anywho. Yeah. So, oh, sorry. Uh, Cowboys are in good shape. Yep. Um, what's his name? Cam Newton. Oh, yeah. What about him? So Still he, dressing like a medicine man? Well, so he is no longer quarterback for the Panthers. Uh-huh. He's a free agent. I don't know who the Has Panthers anybody picked him up? Yeah. Oh, the Panthers of Teddy Bridgewater. That's right. That's going to be interesting. So some some fun news about the Panthers. Luke Keekley retired, oh, which is such a shame because he is, he's only like in his mid-30s, I think. Yeah, but I, he's such much a though I love defender. to see the good players keep going. Like if you're going to retire, retire. If you right. don't no, want to be of your body, you want to have a life, more power to you. No, it. sorry. He's 29. Hey, he, he yeah. was – Probably the best quarter, the best linebacker in the league. Oh yeah. Okay, so the the guy made his mark. He wants to get out. Get out. Here. Right. Yeah. And Grab I mean, I feel bad for him because like he he didn't he didn't do anything. Like I mean, he wait, Cam Newton. Sorry, um, Luke Keekley. He was he didn't win anything. Oh yeah. He made it to the Super Bowl once. And oh, they were so highly in that game and the Denver Broncos. Went, didn't they go fifteen or one? Yeah. They lost. So. They lost to the maybe um, two games. They, they might know, have They lost two. to the to the Falcons when uh. Julio Jones had 200 yards. Oh, good memory. 
That was a good game. That was a wild season. I was rooting so hard for the Denver Broncos because my boy, DeMarcus DeMarcus Ware, got his ring. That was awesome. What a way to end the half. Sack. Blindside. Boom. Um, Never saw it coming. So the Panthers, they no longer have Keekly. Greg Olson is a Seahawk now. Man, they're just falling apart. And Cam Newton is a free So agent. basically, they're like the Vikings four years ago because they got Trady Bridgewater now. Is that right? Pretty much. So which means that next up, they're going to get... Ago, um, oh, what's his name? The Kirk Cousins. Oh! <laughs> it's like musical chairs. You just keep, <laughs> exactly. keep going around in circles, huh? Also, Ron Rivera is then going to... Um, and who's the man without a seat? Cam Newton. So... Where will he go next? Right. He made the big claim that he would not accept a job as backup. He only would um, get a job as starter. <laughs> he might get no job. Exactly. Yeah, he might get home couch advantage for the next year. <laughs> home couch advantage. Sure so, enough. Yeah, that would be a that, that would be an interesting turn for his career. Yep. With that, uh, he, he has that from that Super Bowl to hair. super fan. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that was, that was the. We'll see what happens. The big news on Cam Newton is he. Uh, <laughs> He He's won't like, take yeah, a backup I, slot. He would only accept a starting quarterback. I mean, hey, if that's that's what's happening. He's a, he's a great player. Yeah. I mean, he can, he can throw some heaters. He's got an upside, and he also has but a he has a downside too. Downside. So, and he'd be hard to incorporate into a system because he is a bit of a gunslinger. Mm-hmm. He's going to take those runs. I mean, he's he reminds me really a lot of Kaepernick. So, yeah. like the that was, kind of Kaepernick, threat. Um. I don't know who came first. I think he did come first. The chicken. Yeah, he probably came in a year or two before Kaepernick. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we'll see how it turns out. Mm-hmm. Oh, and before we go, the NFL is planning on starting their season yep, as on planned. September 10th, I believe. So hopefully that'll all play out nicely and stay safe during this coronavirus time. Yeah, and yeah, they, they plan on releasing a schedule, I believe, next week. All right. Well, that's all our right. episode for today. Yeah. God bless. And stay safe. Absolutely.